good morning. This is Lions. What is up, everybody? It is January 4th, 2018. It's about 10:15 over here in Maui. Once again, got done with my gains. Today was all backs, pulls. So like I said previously, I was alternating between push, push workouts, and then pull workouts. I just, you know, one day push, the next day pulls. And then I always do my warm-ups before and after, 10 minutes before, stationary bike, whatever, just to, you know, I maybe do a slight jog, do some elliptical. If you have any space outside your gym, you know, just go for some sprints. And then I do 10 minutes afterwards. So hope you guys are doing well. I did a short little breakdown of the upcoming UFC fight night on FS1, and that's the Jeremy Stevens... Duhu Choi is the main event for that one. There's some pretty good matches too, so I'll be uploading that soon. And I um, just wanted to say a good morning. About to get my coffee. Starbucks Dark Roast, Grande Dark, um, Stevia, and Half and Half. And then I'm most likely get me some meat to make for lunch later on in the day. So as always, during my training week, you know, my gain week. I um I do some fasting so haven't had anything except for my super early coffee this morning. I usually have like a Starbucks blend or um you know stuff I get from Costco. I've tried the Dunkin' Donuts coffee, it was meh. And then I've tried I need to get like a coffee grinder. I know I said that a few weeks ago. I mentioned that earlier. I need to get a coffee grinder, I need to start grinding my own beans you know just so that it's a it, just a bit more fresh that way way better tasting obviously and um yeah so anyway we catch you guys soon just wanted to give you guys another update blah, 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 blah. yeah i need my coffee i need like my other i usually have like two cups two big cups usually i just had one um oh yeah always i have my emergency if you guys can get like a supplement going either um for me i think it helps i mean i haven't gotten sick um i'm just getting over the sore throat that i had the last few days but it never got worse and um yeah so and i don't take the flu shot ever so if you guys stay in shape you know if you guys eat really well um some good quality food you know try to eat some good whole foods lots of greens um just lots of nutrient-packed foods you know and I'll be uploading in the future just whatever I go for shopping, you know, stuff on my list, um, the daily stuff that I make. I've been mentioning it before here and there, but just not in detail. And um, like I said, the ketogenic, it's a modified keto, modified paleo. I barely do cheat days, maybe once every two weeks. Um, I don't drink anymore. I used to drink every day, about six to eight beers easy. That was easy for me, but I stopped that uh, March, mid-March of 2017. So doing way better, way better for my gains, way better for my performance training and just, you know, freaking health, yo. So I'm also a bro and, um, you know, I like to take things uh, kind of the extreme, like I'll jump into it, just, you know, try things out, see if it works, see if it doesn't. So, but anyway, hope you guys have a good day. I'll check in with you guys later. The um, UFC Jeremy Stevens Duho Choi podcast will be up shortly. Shoot.
Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to TL Podcast. Things I like podcasts. So, this will be on my buddy Lines. What is up? I got my coffee over here. Man, really hope I'm not getting sick, but kind of woke up with a sore throat. It was yesterday, and I guess the New Year's Eve kind of tiredness catching up. Anyway, what is up? It is. Oh, one second. It's 8 o'clock right now, January 3rd, 8 o'clock at night. Uh, One second. Checking in. But it's texting me. I was about to give a rundown of USC Fight Night on FS1, January 14th, and that is the Jeremy Stevens, Tuho Choi. Korean Superboy. Is that what his nickname is? My notes say, I wrote down some notes. Yeah, Korean Superboy versus Little Heathen, Jeremy Stevens. Oh, great. Coffee stains. Fantastic. Um, so let's just give. The fight card of the ones that um that's probably going to be on FS1. I didn't mark down everything or all the fighters here on the fight card. I just marked down what I, what I think might be on. And um, let's just start from the bottom. So it's the 125 weight class, Kalindra Faria versus Jessica I. And then we got 170. Tiago Alves is fighting Zach Cummings. Tiago Alves. Zach Cummings is no slouch either. That should be a good that should be a good scrap. Another 170 fight, James Krause versus Alex White. Um, I'll also give my quick picks. Um, maybe as the card gets closer, day of or just the day before. At, uh, another featherweight bout, 145, Darren Elkins versus Michael Johnson. Ooh, that one should be flyer. Flyer. That one should be flames. Fire. Uh, and then we got 170. Another really good matchup that was supposed to happen a few fight cards ago. Uh, we got Kamara Usman versus Emil Meek. So Meeks, I guess he had some green card problems or some visa problems. Not green card, excuse me. Got it all worked out. So far, so good. So Usman versus Meek on that one. And then at 115. Paige Van Zandt versus Jessica Rose Clark. I'm going through like a breakdown of what I think might, you know, what's like the outcome of what I think might happen. And that'll be with Jeremy Stevens, Duho Joy, and Uriah Hall, Vitor Belfort is the co-main. But maybe I'll do one for Van Zandt and then Rose Clark. I have to do some more homework on that. 185, it's uh, Uriah Hall versus Belfort. Man, how many fights does Belfort have? Could be his last one, you know, against a killer. So, um, and then the main event at 145, Jeremy Stevens versus Duhu Choi. So that is on January 14th, FS1. It's a free fight night card. And um, so I don't know, my quick picks. Like I said, I was going to give that, you know, maybe closer Maybe I'll just do like a 
off offhand kind of pick so and then I'll go down with my little breakdown of how much I know of the fighters and what I've seen what I've watched in the past um, um, you know their past fights maybe their record and I'll just uh, do my best um, let me see what do we got here man I don't think I'm gonna be going to work tomorrow um, I'll see how I feel in the morning, but yeah, it's just like I don't like feeling low energy. I went to the gym today and I didn't really feel like like the symptoms of a cold was coming on. And I think I mean I feel fine. It's just I don't like to be low energy going into work and having a sore throat and the chance of it getting worse. You know, if I have to get wet or Go on a rescue. If you guys didn't know, I lifeguard as my day job, so um, I think work should be fine. You know, I got some leave I have to take, and so all right, let's head on to see what their records is for the main card. I'll start off with Jeremy Stevens, Duhu Choi. Love my notepad sounds. Love my notepad sounds. Like fucking nerds. Alright, so Jeremy Stevens fight record at 145. Um, his last fight was September 9th, 2017, you know, just a few months ago. Unanimous win decision over Gilbert Melendez. That was a good scrap. That was a good scrap. I'm going to have to rewatch that one. I rewatched the Dennis Bermudez fight that happened in 2015. Anyway, I'll get to that one. Um, and then he, there was a loss to. Renato Carnero, split decision loss, and that was a few months before September, that was in April 15th, um, not too many people know Renato, but I, got, I forget, I forgot that match, I, I don't even know if I was able to watch it, I'll have to go back to it, November 12th, 2016, he had a unanimous decision loss to the badass Frankie Edgar, uh, I want to say Edgar, if I remember, he just kind of outpaced them, outpointed them, you know. Who's these guys hitting me up? Okay, back to it. Um, May 29th, that same year, 2016, he won over Hennen Barrow, unanimous decision. That's... Was that when Hennen, like, he was trying to make his comeback after losing the title? Anyway, unanimous decision win. And then December 12, 2015, the loss to Max Holloway. Max Holloway finished him, I think. And uh, before that, 2015, July 11th, like I said, that Dennis Bermudez, I think it was a third-round TKO. Ref stoppage, but he landed a flying knee when Dennis was going in for the shoot. And before that, they were going back and forth. You know, it was, it was a good fight. Um, Bermudez caught him with some good leg kicks. And I think they bumped heads first or second round. So there was a cut above Jeremy's eye. And it was just, yeah, it was a good fight. Uh, before that, December 12th. 2014, it was a loss to Charles Oliveira. 
he lost by decision, unanimous decision, and then June 28, 2014, a loss to Cub Swanson, another unanimous decision loss. So all in all, he looked good in his last few fights. You know, unanimous win over Melendez. I mean, these are no slouches, dude. These are killers. You know, a UD loss from Frankie Edgar. You know, he lost to Max Holloway. Fucking killers. Right. Um, so he's going up against Duhu Choi, which that crazy match. So let's go through his record. Um, he only has two losses, I want to say, in his career. But the fights leading up to it, I don't think it was in the UFC. I think his debut was November 22nd, 2014. Um, so starting from the top, he lost to Cub Swanson in that war. A UD, UD loss, unanimous decision. Decision. I can't even talk. Decaf, by the way. Decaf dark roast Starbucks. Half and half and Stevia. You know my dudes always. Anyway, back to it. So yeah, he lost to Cub. Unanimous decision loss. But it was a freaking war. They they were going back and forth. And get this. He before that it was all. KOs and TKO. He um, KO Tiago Tavares in 2016, July 8, 2016, um, November 28, 2015. He KO'd Sam Cecilia, and then November 22, 2014. It's almost a year apart. His his uh, win by TKO over over Juan Manuel Puig Puig, and then before that, I was looking up on his record. He had, they're all KO, KO, TKO, TKO. The guy's a savage. It's a fucking beast. Young cat, too. 145 pounds. So, this is a good test for both guys, really, because Steven is kind of, you know, he wants to get back up to the top five, get a title shot. I don't know, man. That's, you know, you got Holloway, Duhu Choi, you got, um, Edgar, who still needs the fight. Uh, Cub's been looking good. Cub Swanson. And then, you know, there's some new prospects coming up, like uh, Zabib, Magomed Cherepov. I know Luke Thomas is raving about him, but if you watch his fight, which I'll, man, I have to go back to, I have to make a podcast. Make another podcast of just straight new up-and-comers that I've seen and that I've watched and um, just, you know, make my picks because we got, Darren Till, that's one of the new guys. Francis, which I think he's going to get the title. And um, Zabib, Muramak Sharapov, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, there's a few other guys, too. Um, Usman, Kamar Usman, he's also a savage. Um, who else that I had on my list? Anyway, so, yeah. Only one loss, unanimous decision loss, and he dropped Cub. I mean, they went back and forth, so it was a. Hopefully, that didn't fuck his ass up too much, man. Hopefully, he was able to recover, because I know Stevens hit, you know, he hits hard as well. And the rest of his debut, all the way up to that UD, was all KOs and TKO. So, do 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 do. So I'm not going to give my picks on that one yet. This, 
going through the records. You guys can decide, you know, what's um, watch some tape on them, you know, do some homework for any fight fans, especially my buddies that are into MMA and UFC. Jeremy Stevens, Duhu Choi, 145-pound scrap, January 14th, 2018. I'll have to do another one for the co-main and then the women's fight. Uh, that's Van Zant versus Rose Clark. Oh, where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, let me see. Oh, had to change my passcode. And I don't know, they added two more, two more digits. What else? Yeah, so tonight's been pretty chill. Came home, I went shopping. Did I go shopping? No. Wait, what did I do? Oh, no, I had to go down to the bank today. That's right. I had to take out my rent money. Um, what else did I do? I did some errands. Just run around, fill up gas. Yeah, I went to Costco. Just bought some small things. Um, I mentioned that earlier. And, um, yeah, just came home. Cleaned the place up a bit. You know, fed my dog. Made me some food I haven't eaten all day. Like, I do intermittent fasting um, throughout my week. So I'll just do another segment for this. And um, actually, maybe not. Let's just let's just kind of run with it. So usually, de depending on my my work week and my training week, you know, throughout the week, I'll do I'll stop eating. Like my last meal would be like maybe like nine o'clock. I won't eat all the way until I'm done with my training the next day, which is around typically around between hours of 11 or, or one just depends on what training time I have or, you know, my coworkers that I work with, they might go at 11. So I'll take the next training break. So between hours of 11 and one up until the previous evening, uh, at like nine or 10 is when I stop eating food or just, you know, have my last meal for the day I'll um, you know intermittent fast so I just all I do is I wake up drink my coffee half and half stevia um, I'll take my emergency and then I'll take my ketones and um, like I said all my paleo ketogenic um, supplements and diet stuff I, I get from Ju this company Julian Bakery so go check them out besides my other supplement place on it, O-N-N-I-T, which is Rogan's and Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus. That's their company. So those are the two spots that I order my subs. But yeah, so I'll intermittent fast after I'm done with my training, whether like at the gym or run, whatever, then I'll hydrate. Then I'll have my on it recovery protein powder. And then I'll just snack on some food and, you know, just whatever I pack up. So today I didn't eat till like 2 30, 3 o'clock. Had some almonds on my way home. I was fine, you know, just haven't gone that long before. But yeah, I do fine. Fat adaption. Fat adapted. And then I came home, made some food, um, some salad, you know, made a big big salad, stir fry some chicken. And yeah, just had some water. And I mean I'm feeling a little under the weather, but not too bad. But I think I am going to use up some leave tomorrow because I have to use up some, some time 
I build up a lot of leave at work. So here and there, if I don't feel well, I don't like to go into work under the weather a bit. But anyway. All right. I'll catch you guys later. Okay. Have a good evening. All right. Oh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. T.I.L. Podcast. So, I'm Lines, and we're about to do another... There's some MMA news. Um, I just listened to Jeff Novinsky on Rogan's podcast. Of course, you guys know I'm into that kind of stuff. So, if you're... Whatever podcast are you into, whatever, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, Luke Thomas promotional malpractice um the fighter and the kid with brian callen and brendan schaub he also does his own big brown breakdown um sometimes i listen to mma fighting i just browse through my feed my facebook feed for you know news and try to keep up so i'm gonna i just uploaded the jeremy stevens Duhu choi kind of fight card i didn't really do my breakdown or um just my picks i'm uh, gonna upload that shortly but you can go check that out that's already on my anchor my anchor channel the channel anchor channel anchor channel so it's on anchor.fm forward slash lines 808 let me go to my station real quick you guys doing it is midday what time is it? it's almost one o'clock um just having my coffee I mean, I'll, I'll probably make some food after this after i do this rundown of some of the stuff that i came across this into rogan's podcast so. let's go took down just like whatever notes that i thought was kind of interesting you know some of the mma fans or guys that if you folks are into it, I'm pretty sure you know about John Jones' drug, you know his drug use and him getting banned. Um, the first they're saying it's if it was intentional now. So take it for what it is. John Jones' intentional use of banned substance is kind of up in the air. He got busted, but was it? You know, did he know knowingly take it? So that's dirt Usada. They're going to try and decide what's up for him, what's next for him, um, which is kind of cool. You know, I want to see John back. Jeff said it starts at four years. That's how long the band's going to be. Like Now, they might make his, um, make his sentence a little less, which I hope, because four years is career ending, especially for John. Um, he can go on to other things after that. You know, he's he's still got a lot of fight in him. Maybe Bellator might pick him up. I don't even know if the USU would let him go to Bellator or just whatever. But I just want to see John Jones fight in 2018. No, most likely maybe 2020. All right, and um, what else did I pick up from that podcast? Um, you know, I know. We're all adults and fighters got to take care of their own responsibility on what they put into their bodies as far as like supplements, but they really have to do their homework. And um, that's one of the, it's, it's not new. I mean, if you're, 
been in professional sports, you know, it's like guys are taking stuff, whether it's PEDs or any other substance that helps them perform better, you know. So they got to really do their homework. There's sites that are dedicated to third-party supplement companies. And there's a whole list of them. So fighters have to literally go to that site. And there's about 100 or so, maybe 200 um, products that say, okay, you're safe on taking this. You know, it's it's not on the bad banned USADA banned substance list. I think this coffee is jacking me up. Let's go. I'm drinking my, what is it? It's the, um, I know it's a Starbucks roast. Um, I forget which one. It's, I think it's the espresso blend. Stevia half and half. So, so yeah, not only they got to take care of what they got to put into their body, obviously, I mean, it's common sense, but you can't just go down to get your subs at some random GNC. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get busted or flagged for sure. Um, you know, training and have to worry about all that other stuff. It's, I mean, it's kind of a lot. So especially if you're not getting paid, paid a lot. You know, you got to pay for your trainers. You got to pay for your food, everything, your nutritionist facility. If you're renting out space, so big ups to guys that are actually doing it legit, but man, that's a lot of freaking work if you expect them to do it. The UFC should kind of just give you a list or, you know, make sure you're all good. But nah, they just a promoter, bro. Um, what else did I find interesting? Um, oh, yeah, the fact that they freaking own your ass. USADA, you know, if you fight for the UFC, always, I mean, you're going to have to always check in on where you're going to go. It's like they have a GPS tracker on you. They don't, but it they they kind of do, you know, because it's so random testing that they. So it's like, I think they have an app. I think Jeff mentioned that there is like a USADA app so that you can check in, you know, if you go travel anywhere or just out of the normal area where you live at. Or so I thought that was they mentioned that before, but it's it's like, dude, they own your ass. So, also early in the morning, it doesn't matter. They'll they'll fucking bust down your door, whether it's a blood test, piss test, dude. It's like, get up, bitch. Um, what else did I find? Oh, what's up? Who's hitting me up? One second. They calling me. All right. MMA news, what else? That was the only interesting kind of tidbits I got from Novinsky on Rogan's podcast. So just go check it out if you folks are subscribers already. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that listen to him. Joe Rogan, I'm a fan, so I've been I've been a fan for a long time. So the Jeff Novinsky one was pretty cool though. But not not that many tidbits. I mean they talked about the Performance Institute in Vegas. Which Rogan, if you look on his story recently, you know, he did a little walkthrough and that place is crazy. You know, it's like a, um, hopefully facilities for just us normal folks can be like that. You know, like my Anytime Fitness has a hot and a cold 
kind of pool, you know, for recovery and like a treadmill underwater. I mean, all that stuff's nuts, dude. Then they have sleep machines and um, ice baths, I think, and things that track your performance and all that other good stuff. So they talked about that. They talked about Kane coming back. They talked about if he's going to be healthy enough. You know, it's um, it's all about the guys that got flagged, got busted. So go check out that podcast. It's pretty cool. But those are the main points that I kind of wrote down in my notes. Um, on to other news. What else that was in my feed? I guess Dana did an interview. Was it with ESPN or... I think it was Yahoo Sports. So we got that um, that, fit, uh, that lightweight triangle, right? So the, you got Connor, Ferguson, and then Khabib just with his win you know, last week. Apparently Dana said they want to make the Ferguson fight against Khabib. And then the winner of that fights Connor. So I don't know what to do. What to think about that, but Ferguson has the interim belt, right? So obviously he should fight Connor, but Khabib is fucking ready. You know, he's freaking ready to go. He said in his post fight interview after smashing Edson that, um, he, you know, he's ready to go another 10 rounds. It's like the dude's an animal. Go watch that fight. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for Barboza to at least. Tune him up at least a little bit before getting freaking smothered and smashed. Um, it's just, he's scary, dude. But I think Ferguson's ground game is a bit, it's his grappling and his ground game is, I think it's way more slick than Barboza. So there's a better chance for Ferguson to at least use it to stand back up, right? His jitsu is crazy good. Um, he's way unorthodox. You know, it's not your typical BJJ specialist. Um, and I think Dana White was saying by March he wants Connor to fight either. They're trying to make him fight Ferguson, you know. They're not trying to throw him through the wolves to Khabib. I mean, that'll just be crazy. So, um, but if Tony and Khabib fights in March, then the possible whoever wins from that could be a possible summer fight with Connor. I am down for whatever, bro. I mean, who's going to bring in more numbers? Right? I mean, obviously Connor, right? I mean, come on. So, Connor fighting in March, according to Dana White. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens, right? Um, what else? What else did I find interesting? So, the. First bout that Ferguson and Khabib was supposed to fight, that was back in April of 2016. And I thought Khabib pulled out, but no, I was wrong. Ferguson got injured, and he apparently he had fluid and fucking blood in his lungs. Not mad at him pulling out. Fuck that, dude. That's, you know, that's some major shit. But that was back in April 2016. So hopefully we got a healthy Ferguson and healthy Khabib. You know, maybe March, maybe next month, February. So, um, that would have been cool to see, you know, back then. So, that's that. The next few months should be pretty interesting as far as the um, lightweight bout between those guys. 
Um, next ones that I seen in my feed was possible Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes. So, Cyborg barely got tuned up against home if you watch that fight. I mean, she got cracked with a few straight rights from home, you know, but all in all, she didn't really take much damage. So, I think she's, she's kind of good to go within this whole year if they're going to set up that Nunes fight, which even Nunes didn't really get tuned up that bad either. I mean, she won unanimous decision versus Shevchenko. That was kind of like last year, maybe. Um, I think between the stand-up, I know I was root for the underdog, and I think Nunes is going to be the underdog for that. Just depends on what weight they're going to be fighting at. So I would assume Nunes is going to be moving up, right? So she has a bantamweight title, and Cyborg is the featherweight title. So I think the boxing early on might be, well, they both gas out early. I mean, I guess not really, but Cyborg didn't really have to wrestle that much against home. You know, she got put up, up against the fence a lot, but she wasn't really grinding in the grappling game that much against home. So, and then Nunes, I mean, between Shevchenko, like that last match, I'll have to rewatch it again. Didn't really seem like they grappled a lot, you know, they... It was kind of a safe fight for both of them. None of them were taking any chances. They're all, you know, touch-go, touch-go kind of thing. That's why she got the UD against Shevchenko. Um, I think Nunez striking, like her boxing, might be a little bit cleaner. Just a little bit cleaner. Cyborg probably hits harder. just depends on where she fights it at. There's no way she's going to be dropping down the bantamweight, I don't think. So Nunez is going to have to move up, unless they do a catchweight, right? So... We'll see what happens with that. I think Cyborg's ground game, her grappling, BJJ's a bit stronger. And um, Nunez is like in the scramble. And I, like, her overall game is good, I think. you know. But her striking, it just seems like her boxing could end up on top. I, know, I don't know. It's tough to say, dude. I mean, it should be a close call. Nunez can take a punch. Both of them can take a punch. So, you know... Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully by summertime, maybe they get it going, right? Give the guys a few months. We uh, don't know. Also, Matt Brown calling out Carlos Condit, which, you know, Carlos didn't look too good against, a like, a grappler. You know, Neil Magny, and then also against Damien Maya. That was, like, his, his other loss. So, you know, Matt Brown kind of has the same the same game plan. You know, he'll kind of strike to get in, body lock, take him down, ground and pound. So that's going to be a tough fight for Carlos. But they're both, you know, they got some miles on them. They're both veterans. Could be a good scrap. Um, yeah, but Matt Brown's going to take some punishment just to get the body lock and take Conant down and just smash him, hopefully. Not hopefully, but, you know, I was hoping Carlos might have put on a better fight against Magny in his comeback fight, but he just, I don't know, maybe he's just catching up to him, man. You know, his scrap with Robbie Lawler, I mean, that was, that was also another crazy, crazy fight. So there's that, that looked pretty interesting. Immortal. All right. 
Damn, dude. Coffee up, man. Coffee up. One p.m. I'm gonna be up tonight. How about this? Justin Gaethje calls out Kevin Lee. Apparently, Kevin said, "Let's do it, bro. Let's fucking bang." Um, Kevin could like he he could use his wrestling and just out wrestle Gaethje. I think if he stands with Gaethje, you know, he might get tuned up pretty pretty quickly. Probably a first round knockout, really. So, um. I think Justin's late kicks, you know, no one gives him enough credit for his late kicks. He landed some solid late kicks against Alvarez even. I mean, did you guys watch that fight? The Gaethje versus Alvarez fight? That was that was a war too. So, I think if Gaethje just tightens up his, his clinch game, you know, because he likes to dirty box. He likes to just slug it out. I mean, that's what he does. So, and I don't think Kevin, I don't think he wants that because his, I don't think his striking's as heavy. So, um, Kevin Lee lost to his recent loss was to Tony Ferguson with freaking staff on his chest. You know, Kevin came in with staff. I was like, what the fuck? That's kind of nasty, bro. But Tony just outworked him, outpaced him, got him with a triangle choke in the third round, I believe. Yep, third round, triangle choke. And then Gaethje with his loss, although. He probably gained more fans just be you know just like his style, but he lost to Alvarez by KO. I think it was like in the third round, KO by knee. He got caught. They're both going at it. You know, both got dropped. So if you guys haven't seen that fight, it's freaking crazy. It's mental. So both coming off losses, but um, I'm not too sure. I'll have to see what what's like the lead up to that fight. It just got announced, or you know, it's just they're. They're just throwing jabs right now, just calling out guys. And who knows if, if it even happens this year. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of been the news. It was in my feed that, you know, that poked out that I thought was interesting. Connor match. Dude, I wonder what he's thinking, right? What is Connor thinking? Like, does he want to, does he want, want to scrap Khabib? His better chances is against Ferguson. I mean, if you, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Better matchup. Even though Ferguson, he has more tools. You know, I think the wrestling game, Connor has decent takedown defense. And, you know, Ferguson, for sure, he wants to knock Connor out. You know, just use his striking or just outpace him. Kind of like what Nick Diaz did, you know, in their last fight, so. We all know what Khabib's gonna do. It's gonna run down, run you down, body clinch, fucking bear smash your face. You know that's that's what he does. So guarantee, work on your takedown defense and just don't let the dude get close, man. It's it's tough. I mean it's tough. <laughs> Dude's undefeated. What's his freaking record? Twenty-five and all. Khabib's twenty-five and all. That's madness. Okay, well, that was my little rundown. Um, posting this up. What am I going to make for food after this? Probably a bomb-ass salad. I got some steak. I got some ribeye. Probably, well, how am I going to prepare that? Maybe just broil it, keep it simple. Salt, pepper, broil. Got some avocado. You guys should check out some... Um, Putting some avocado oil over your salad. 
really good way to get your healthy fats and you can make a dressing out of it too so but that's what's that that is what's that probably make more coffee anyway folks i catch up with you guys soon all right